0: Welcome to the Loki field, where we're all about violating the minds and inner realms of our guests to talk about love, life, and geekery field. Tonight, we have a very special guest joining us. Our topic is going to be about magic, psychology, and how persuasion works without revealing much of the craft secrecy. So that's a dichotomy. So hi Freud. Could you share a little bit about yourself and go into
1: this topic?
2: Hello. Hello to everyone. So again my name is Freud, and um well I'm a magician but not by profession. I'm mm. a software engineer. So it's well dun palang kinda geekina, pero. Yeah, I'm a software engineer by profession and my passion is doing magic um, and back in the Philippines, uh, right now I'm in New Zealand, but back in the, back in the Philippines, um, I used to perform magic as a part-time and also uh, during charity events because I love charity events.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, I realized it's so feeling when I nag- perform a charity. And Yun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I'm also fond of persuasion stuff since I learned um, some PUA stuff. Seduction stuff. Seduction stuff. Yeah. And it, it really improved me as a person and as a magician. So that's really interesting for me. Yeah,
0: so let's dive into your origin story before we get into this topic. Like what got you into magic? Like was there an archetype? Was it like gambit or mm. any magician that really like you're like, "Oh my God, I want to do this or, I want to huh. this or, I want to learn more.
2: Yeah, or, um, any movie. Well, actually bata palang ko fun na ko ng magic and I don't know why. I can't even remember actually, but mm. I remember myself like experimenting stuff, um, just holding a coin and imagining it to disappear. Mm. which is quite weird and it doesn't disappear until I you know <laughs> put it in my mouth and say that but yeah <laughs> it's like that um even um ever since I was a kid I was fond of magic uh, I,
0: is it the performance aspect is it the reaction is it more of the I think it's the, the magic itself magic like itself. The
2: astonish astonishment stuff mm. like Ano I'm I'm drawn into something that's really different. If I see something that's different, yeah, you got my attention right there. Um. So yeah, I think that made me really curious. And then I think di ko naman siya iname matutunan pero fan talaga ako na matut uh, manood so before when i was a kid i was into attending birthday parties I've, i'm fond of other attending birthday parties just to watch a magic show mm. and then you like progress, but since i live in in a province in batangas i have no access of um stuff for magic so i didn't learn it sometimes may mga laruan that you can buy uh to learn simple stuff but with the, the right materials and the props itself, voila. And then there came a time during college that they had magic shops sa, in sa, sa Batangas, and that's it. Yeah, then, for the people who don't,
1: who don't
0: speak Tagalog, uh, just uh, explaining the story of um, how he was first getting into magic and how in Batangas there isn't many magic shops available. So just like for the English-speaking people.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So sh- I should speak in English. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Like we
0: have listeners from both, both sides.
2: Ah, okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, um, back then there was no access and then after a time, uh, their uh, magic store came by and mm-hmm. and then... It's like during- the
0: first of its kind?
2: Yeah, yeah, and it's quite surprising and thrilling at the same time. Um, so, how
0: did that affect like people in but in your in your area? Like, did everyone start to pick up magic? No, not
2: that much really, um, because magic is uh, sadly not quite of a big mm. thing in the Philippines. Um, it's only for people who are really interested in it, and you know, those who want to waste money. <laughs> Mm. cuz the problem is yeah,
0: yeah and in other countries mag- magicians get paid really highly really well yeah. like entertainment and here in the philippines it's more of it's an expensive hobby <laughs> yeah <it's>,
2: it <laughs> you is you have to
0: be able to afford it to really that's
2: true to it. and you need to have access well now it's easier but during my time it's it really is not um, so how
0: was it like self-taught like mentors? Well you have to buy practicing. those
2: those props in the magic mm. shop. Um, but then that will give you like uh, a narrow like a narrow knowledge of how what magic is and how it is done and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but um, diving into it, uh, during college, one of my friends attended saw, uh, an event in Manila and met a group. And from there, mm. when he came back to, to Batangas, uh, he shared everything to us, and we were, you know, inspired. And we joined. Was this the like form- an
0: underground group?
2: Uh, it's not really an underground group, but uh, at the time, like, at the time, it's just a non well, not really an underground group, but it's a group of hobbyists. And they have a forum, an online forum. So that's where Mm. we joined in. And we, because of that forum, we learned what to research, what to study, where to access um, proper video tutorials and eBooks and stuff. So Mm. that, that started our magic area and that was 2008.
0: Hmm. Was it primarily like psychology techniques, tactics, or was it more no. on like
2: um, branding?
0: Like of like even personas, like creating a magician persona. Yeah, someone, but that requires.
2: Be, before it's not a, a thing, especially for oh,
0: for amateur yeah.
2: or starting magicians. What you mm-hmm. want to know is just the method, how it's done. Ah, that's yeah, it. true. So that's the first. That's the first step of, of getting into magic. That's why there are a lot of people trying to, you know, to learn magic and then they end up not doing it anyway because they're um, disappointed with the method or, you know, stuff too like hard. that. It's like, oh, oh yeah, it's too hard. I don't know. Oh, it's too easy. It's too stupid. But yeah, one. there are many, many magic principles that are really, really simple if you think about it if you if you know how it's done and there's like you know you can just uh, how can i say it without rebuilding anything <laughs> <laughs> it's so simple it's, it's like
0: <sighs> well let's go to the pickup realm because okay. let's traverse let's, let's the pickup realm so a lot of the pickup artists they think that you know, it's all of these complicated techniques and strategy. And it's really funny and really weird that it's actually going back to basics and doing those really, really well. Yeah. Like your ability to calibrate with women, it sounds so stupid. But yeah. the difference between a master and an amateur is one does it artfully and one builds on top of the basics. So maybe that—that mm. that is one world or one realm you can use to explain so that you don't reveal the secret.
2: Mm, yeah, Yeah. that's a good way to explain it. By the way, I'm not good at explaining, so <laughs> thank you for that. But yeah, um, speaking of the basics, I, I am very, uh, very, I'm like, uh, how do you say it? Uh, it's my advocacy, if I can say that. It's my advocacy to know the fundamentals, know the va- basics, and stick into it and from there you go up and then you go back um, that's how you learn and that's how I realized how to learn something not just magic but I used magic to be able to realize those stuff so and I, I, I applied that to things like yeah you know BUA. And, uh, I like
0: that, and I like that, like the way you almost describe me. Like you're viewing the world through the lens of magic. Then, yep, bringing magic with you to any field you go into, whether it's pickup, whether it's seduction, whether it's business, whether it's engineering, and bringing that lens and that uh, curiosity, that wonder, that astonishment with yeah. you. Yeah,
2: actually, that is the very reason why I studied puah, uh, pu.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah because I'd like to be able to you know well first become a better person and be mm. able to be equipped with skills that you know help me with with life in general and then of course magic because yeah. in order for you to be able to perform out there you have to you need to have that confidence that charm. You know, um, you, you can just, have uh, yeah, a coin here and uh, look, 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 look. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, even you though
0: it's to, amazing, you still have to have that. Uh, yeah, even
2: background. the dumbest, even the dumbest tricks, uh, tricks, <laughs> even the dumbest tricks, will will get you a long way if you know how to present it well. If you use mm. the, um, proper body body language. Um, proper timing, proper, you know, comedy, adding a bit of comedy and yeah. Storytelling.
0: It's just it's storytelling. a Storytelling, But yeah. is it?
1: <laughs> you can just
2: play on words. That's true. Because
0: that's, yeah, that's hypnosis. Like hypnosis is pure words and mm-hmm. that in itself also is magic and sorcery mm-hmm. and playing with that, playing with paradigms, playing with shifts and magic transports you, it moves you and suspends your rational thinking mind and we like that like I like just that feeling of astonishment like I remember when I was younger and just seeing a magic show for the very first time and just like he pulled a rabbit out of his hat and like even though you know it's a trick it's just wow
1: yeah
2: that's that's the real challenge actually now because you know everyone knows that magic is not real so, you, that's why it's more of, now it's more of entertainment. Mm. That's why people are not that um, sensitive to magic revelations anymore, although it's... Yeah, in it's, the past it's like, big wow, yeah.
0: wow. <laughs> and then now it's more of the storytelling aspect, the performance, the charisma. Yes.
2: Though sometimes, um, even if you explain something, in magic, mm. if you explain the method, how it works, how it worked, how you did it, people will still be in awe. It's like, oh, that's so
0: magical. Yeah, and they actually become more in awe because like, oh, I saw it, yeah. but I did it. Like, oh, you use yeah. like, I think 10%.
2: It's like attending a persuasion th- training or seminar. It's like, oh, or a, a boot camp.
0: Yeah, like it just gives you more appreciation of the art.
2: Mm. Yeah
0: so was there any movie like did like did you watch the prestige
2: yeah i think any, it was yeah. a long anything time
0: like in terms of magic like now you see me or mm-hmm. anything that really impacted you as a movie or video game oh. or something that connects with the magic realm
2: harry potter harry potter
1: because
2: mm. yeah i was not fun with books because yeah as i've said uh, I'm not really into reading books. I'm a visual person and I want something, you know, a lot of images and moving stuff. So I'd like, yeah, to, yeah. I'd like to, to watch movies. But yeah, right now I'm enjoying myself. I realize that I do enjoy it, maybe because I'm getting older, I don't know. <laughs> but mm-hmm. anyway, Harry Potter has the, the biggest um, effect on me with regards to magic. Uh, simply because mm. the imagination part of it—it's, yeah—it's just wow. <laughs> yeah, the um, flying
0: car, the quirkiness, the, yeah. the world that uh, J.K. Rowling created. Like, it's I was yeah, just fascinated too.
2: It's really fascinating. I'm not. I'm not uh, like I don't really know every small detail, but I think I know a lot of. I know a lot in, in Harry Potter world, um, and nice, and it's just by the movie itself. So I think I still don't know a lot because I didn't read the book because I was mm-hmm. too impatient. And yeah, knowing that I think I grew up with it because they have they have like seven seven movies, and the seventh is two parts. So you know, over the course of what ten years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or more.
0: And my dad got me these books before it was popular, before it was mainstream. And oh, yeah. I think it was like the first ever book, like so long ago. I
2: think it was like oh. fifteen How
0: years it? ago. No, I I liked it. Like I was a kid, I was super young back then. Yeah. And I didn't know it was gonna get turned into a movie. And I was like, wow, this world, it was so different than
1: mm-hmm.
0: a regular world. And like reading about this uh, world of like wizards and muggles and all of that. Yeah. Nice and bringing that back into society because right now everyone is adults like we're all adulting and um certain things bring back that uh, kid inside us or like that nostalgia Mm. or Mm -hmm. sense of magic and sense of wonder and magic is one of one of those gateways one of those keys
2: yeah um actually um it's also one of my um my interests, uh, doing magic for the adults. Um, mm. Well, back in the Philippines when I was doing it with the, my partner, with a partner. Um, yeah, we were, and
0: you mentioned having a partner, and also ah, yeah, we were saying, like, how how did that come about, and like how does that come into play, like the two two magicians
1: and well, getting um, together.
2: You remember I mentioned a, a group where we joined, where we joined, yeah, um, the forum stuff, and eventually when I graduated in college. Uh, from Batangas, I was able to work in Makati. And mm. so I was able to attend the gatherings and stuff and become a certified member. And that's mm. the that same group uh, Chris was in and Kit. So that's mm. That's where, where we met. And um, over the years, there was this uh, magic competition. We do some magic competition within the group and this time it was a two-man magic competition so you have to perform ah.
1: as a
0: part.
2: and then yeah um this
0: uh we did so well together like
2: let's yeah yeah we did let's perform see. like a real duo because we really yeah. conceptualized uh what are we going to do
0: did like. you know each other prior or like did the, this like dynamic come along we just we there?
2: know we yeah we know each other because we're we're in the same group um, but uh, we don't uh, really, But you can you know, work
0: well together. Yeah,
2: we don't work,
1: yeah. work together.
2: And then when we tried working together,
1: mm. uh,
2: it's really amazing. We, we built the act in just one week of concept. And how about
0: like personalities? Because it's really hard when you have a second person there. And mm-hmm. I haven't seen like a duo uh, magician exactly persona here in the Philippines.
2: Um, yeah, so our, our duo is called Kid and Ernest. So I'm Kid. Mm. My, my my screen name is Kid. Um and mm. her, his screen name was Ernest for some reasons. Um and um and our tagline was the serious silly duo. So we're serious, the serious, but, serious but we're silly.
0: Dichotomy.
2: Yeah, the serious silly duo. Serious silly duo. So yeah, that's where our, our our personas came in, and we yeah, perform
0: how about of like complementing each other in personality. Like, were you different? Were you complementary? We're kind were of you, we're, uh, we're kind of
2: different actually. He has more uh, a more strong persona, mm. um, more serious, like a snob, kind of serious. And, and then I'm, you
0: tied in this the differences, and you made it work together.
2: Yeah, and I'm. When I perform, I used to become like, especially when I do silent act, I become mm. like silly person stuff. Yeah, and
0: you're I, very expressive. So. Yeah,
2: <laughs> actually, um, because
0: like the facial I, expressions and you know, so I'm imagining if you said he's your opposite, he's more like serious.
2: Yep, yep. Ah. that's it, that's it. So we, but we perform in like serious manner, but we do silly stuff. If that makes sense, mm. like we know what, like we yeah we know what we're doing, but we really don't. But yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah.
0: How about in terms of strengths? Like, uh, oh. do you have like similar magic styles or?
2: Yeah. Was um. It
0: different, and you just connected it somehow.
2: Well, for strengths, I think we're both a fan of sleight of hand. And it's mm. not something that every magician wants to do mm. um yeah i know some magicians don't really like of hands, and they rely on magic props because there are magic props that does the magic for you and you just do the presentation i might mm. be revealing something but yeah there mm-hmm. are those stuff like um we are not fond of yeah, you know like- bigger props um, like you know the the ones that you see in the show. Like, yeah, it's more
0: of an art. Like whatever your preference is, if you yeah, like that's true. like tan, then you're more cheeky. And, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: and that's why that's what we try to sell with with the, with clients. Like we don't mm-hmm. own big illusions or big boxes or colorful that's stuff. True. We only own normal looking um, objects, and that's where we're that's what we are both. Of fun of using when we are performing magic, so we use that we use that as a trend as well. You would see us just with a lipstick, or I do measuring tape, or books, or yeah, stuff like that.
0: How about in terms of connecting with the audience, like? Mm-hmm. How how did you go about doing that or is that something that's naturally occurring, it's easy for you?
2: Well, as uh, as a duo or as, or as an individual? As, as you! I, uh, as yeah, me, as okay. As well, um, before, when doing a show, I'll, I'll just speak for, for um, what we do as a duo before, because mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. this is essential, um, when we're doing a show, before the show begins, we do walk around magic it's part uh. of our package and that it's like we offer it for free mm. to do to the guest uh to, to to the client and we say that um we do this to entertain the guests while they're waiting because we know that some guests arrive really early and some arrive really late so so there's there. We, we perform magic to them. We build rapport. We, you know, casual talks and stuff. So, and when mm-hmm. we do get them interested. And then we tell them that, you know, we're like uh, ushers and usherettes. We're like that. Um, mm-hmm. Before the show starts. That's how and we, yeah. we do it.
0: In Seduction, we call it comfort building where...
2: You make mm. the set
0: comfortable, and then when you go in for the hook and the close, it's so much easier because there's that pre-frame.
2: Yes, so. the moment you step in in, in, the, in the in the stage, that's it. Everyone's eyes are, you know, on you. That's it. Um, and uh, when I perform alone, that's a, it's the same thing. I mm. just build rapport, you know, cash small casual talks and. Mm. Smile. Because it's
0: harder it's harder to perform to a cold audience and it's Yes just a different flavor when like even if the, for the latecomers and people who hasn't seen you like before the stage, like mm-hmm. they see other people in that social group, with everyone being like wow and curious and hooked and excited and that emotion is contagious. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Just getting a big part of the crowd or even the popular kids.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like an aura thing, crowd. right? Yeah. If if they feel if they feel something, I don't know why they they're all the excited. By it. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know even in in workshops, like Anthony, workshop. I,
0: yeah, the Anthony Robbins seminars, like all of those like pumped up music. Yeah, yeah, uh,
2: yeah, exactly. So I don't know
0: why? I used so to go out
2: like like when I'm introduced. I used to go out, you know, all smiling, it's like it's like I'm jumping with joy, out of joy, and yeah. I'm, I'm really into spreading positive vibes before mm. before performing yeah, part, and I think... Yeah, it's
0: part of your persona. Yeah, like, it's what's part what's
2: of it? my persona. Uh, but yeah, that would depend on, on one's character because sometimes a character can be really serious. You know Chris, yeah, well, Chris's yeah, yeah. character. It's it's more of a serious thing, mm. I think, yeah. and uh, for A charming thing. Well, for me, it's more of a silly thing. I'm fond of actually, you know, the Astig type, like the cool guy type. But I'm—it's mm. not really me. If yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm too awkward to do it. <laughs> so, and I find uh, being silly yeah. and you know just having fun makes it works for you. It works for me. Yeah, people like it. People mm. feel, you know, feel the vibe of it. And yeah.
0: Yeah, and there are those serious magicians like. Yeah, They come in and they're so serious and that's their persona.
2: That's their persona. (laughs) That works for them. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So yeah, um, in one word, positivity.
0: And then you mentioned like persuasion and hypnosis and going through like these uh, different realms and bringing that into what you do. So how does that tie in? Like did you learn anything cool from the other? worlds that has differentiated you as a magician
2: Mm -hmm. well first for persuasion stuff I learned to manage the audience you know Mm. um, audience management is one of the key uh, skills of magicians especially close-up magicians when we perform uh, under their nose basically Um, because uh, there are people that we call hecklers you know, the ones. Mm, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, or skeptics. Um, persuasion is just, you know, just handling them. Not just skeptics, but the crowd itself. And um, also when performing, like when making, when we want you to, to choose something, like we have three mm. objects and we want you to choose this, we will be having a, Bigger chance using persuasion mm. and, we and knowing use them
0: better than they know themselves. Yeah, like that element <laughs> of psychology.
2: Yeah, uh, you know the simple open palm, closed palm mm. stuff uh, that really works. And yeah, and some of some of what I do as well, I explain it in in a persuasion theme, like I'm trying mm. to lead them to this specific thing. I, I have, like, I have this. Uh, prediction, but it's not really a prediction because I persuaded you.
0: I well, what happens? Like, is there process? any like Plan B where you're trying to persuade them of a, to choose a certain outcome, and then if they don't choose that, is um, there a Plan B, or is that like, oh shit, I'm screwed?
2: One of, uh, I think one of mag- uh, magicians' critical critical skill, or maybe let's say it's it's a must-have is having plans A, B, C mm. to Z
0: ah so there's no like time that you' you're caught off guard as a magician yes oh, no. but
2: yeah there can be times like that but it's a learning experience and that's what ah. makes amateur magicians different from you know the pros and the experience mm. ones. yeah having backup um because essentially your audience doesn't know what's happening or what's going to happen and um, you only know that it's you're screwed oh like shit. This didn't work. So how about And
0: then not showing it on your face like the yeah. persona.
2: Yeah and <laughs> if it, if if that's an am- an amateur magician you'll know it
1: mm. at once.
2: Even if you're watching from the distance. Oh shit, it's screwed. Mm. And yeah, sometimes we make it into an advantage if it's too like, too real if it's really um, you know if it uh personally if i like if i cru- screwed something up and i mm. don't know how to deal with it instantly i act really stupid like the real yeah. stupid thing like oh uh, and then in that process i think of a way with my experience i think of a way on how am i going to you know make it better or just get out of mm. that that particular um, situation so that's that's actually uh, a strength, or let's say an advantage, of me being a silly, playful. Mm, and it's um, very disarming that ar- silly, magician. playful, yeah, yeah,
0: vulnerability almost. Like, oh, yeah, he didn't see that coming.
2: I was like, interesting. It's like oh, he's screwed, but then, yeah, like, great, reveal. yeah, uh, it may not be as, as great as what I want it to be, but people don't know.
0: It, it's it plays to, into the storytelling. Like also, if if they had a different persona, so this happens a lot in like pickup, in hypnosis, in NLP. Mm -hmm. So if you have a persona that you're used to engineering everything, like everything is part of the plan. Even when it's not part of the plan, you're like, is it really? (laughs) (laughs) like, you screwed up. And then like, why did you screw up? Is it intentional? It's like, is it? (laughs) You play that like it's part of the thing, like uh, depending on the persona or what you're trying to engineer, and just the emotions that it's like giving come puzzles,
2: yeah, <laughs> like, like giving puzzles to like, like mess, the, mess them around a bit and make them think more and be curious and get them, yeah, more. they fill in
0: the gaps for themselves. That's like, true, they will add their own vague interpretation in words mm-hmm. and words.
2: Like, oh, and good. I think that's uh, <laughs> that's a big part of, of persuasion, like mm-hmm. you know. I'll give you this. I'll give you clues. I'll give you hints and fill in the gap. I also do that mm-hmm. in, in PU. So yeah, <laughs> it's word. just like
0: working with vague language, so mm-hmm. that the brain automatically assumes things, even though you didn't outwardly say it.
2: That's true. So. And yeah, you just. Yeah. i I'm, I'm. I'm a fan of um, indirect approach. Mm. So, yeah. That we call
0: it sleight of hand. Me. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> there is
0: sleight of hand in languaging where you're oh. really quick with certain things and then you misdirect them. But it's actually a style of...
2: Uh, sleight of mouth, probably. <laughs>
0: sleight of mouth. Yeah.
2: Mm.
0: So, it, it, it really depends on your forte, on your flavor, on your uh, persona. Mm. Yeah. that
2: yeah.
0: what work works for
2: you. Yeah. Mm. Right, right.
0: Yeah, because sometimes you can do certain things, but you can't get away with. It. If if you're like Yun, if you're if what works for you is bubbly, cheeky, um, vulnerable, like oh my god, I screwed up. That yeah. works for you. That won't work for someone who's more, serious. like, uh, mm-hmm. maybe yeah, that's that true. that duo you had, if they if he if he did your style, even though it works for you, and he tried that,
2: that's true, might
0: look really stupid. So that's true. Yeah. Find your what what shines the best light on you and do more of that
2: mm-hmm. oh i i can i can share what i did with that actually um, mm-hmm. because right now i told you i'm building my my own self because basically i came from a duo um, mm. kind of a performer back in the Philippines yeah, and so now I, you're yeah by yourself um i i listen to a magic related podcast as well and one mm-hmm. of the, the things that I learned was trying just um, reaching out to people um, and asking them a word that best describes you based on their knowledge or based on their you know, thought of you. Um, mm-hmm. and for me it doesn't matter if that person is uh, close to me or not or I just met it doesn't matter. they will I'm
0: curious what was the word for you?
2: Oh yeah, that's where the the bubbly came in. Um, there's ah. bubbly, there's charming, there's um, silly, happy. happy.
0: Yeah, because also me when I when I saw your performance, just how you are, it's like very mm-hmm. optimistic, bubbly. Uh, <laughs> like,
2: thank you. Yeah, <laughs> That's but,
0: energizer feel.
2: Yeah, people. Yeah, almost all people tell that. So
0: mm-hmm. I'll stick with that. So you highlight that more.
2: Yeah, I highlight that more, mm-hmm. and um, don't know. I, I think I'm awkward, so I might add that in as well. The like, human element. Yeah, Um, but I I will try not to overdo it. But sometimes it's really natural for me.
0: Yeah, and in an art like magic, you already almost seem superhuman and super powerful, and like, wow, that's too that's too amazing. That's too mm-hmm. perfect. And, Introducing an element of awkwardness just makes it playful. Makes it fun. That's a good point. I think it's a really strong combination.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It's like not being a god anyway.
0: Yeah, like a god who's like humanist. It's yeah. rare. Like, I mean, it's cool if you're you're all powerful and like you're a super cool mm-hmm. magician. But
2: a super you're. Super cool magician. You're like breaking rapport in, in, in to an extent. Yeah, yeah. That way.
0: Or you're relatable only to the cool people, <laughs> only yeah. the people who like that kind of personality and persona. will relate to you. like, uh, I'm also cool. So yeah, this, this is me. Elon Musk, you know. Mm, so Elon
1: Musk. When, yeah.
2: I was a nerd yeah. back
0: then. Yeah. Yeah, it's different when it's like human I'm like, mm. oh. and like, ah, and yeah,
2: I was a very different person when before. Like I'm, mm. very, I'm a, I'm a timid for person, um, mm. really, really shy person. Uh, I, I'm really weird. I, well, I have friends, but my friends are, you know, the, the good ones, the weird mm, ones I as think, well.
0: I think most of us were like, especially if you're good in social dynamics and you learned it, it's,
1: Probably.
0: I don't it's know. like a secret, like it's a secret confession because,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, you, you learned. You learned how to change that. You learned how to shift that
2: yeah, instead some... of
0: it being natural. You just that's true. Like, there's, huh there's how? a sort
2: of like uh, motivation inside you. Like, I've never been mm. like this, so I should be learning this stuff. And yeah, yeah
0: like... and taking taking skills or taking like people who are like, oh my god, you are so charismatic. How do we reverse engineer that? <laughs> <laughs> Other people won't think of that.
2: Yeah, like,
0: I think. I looked at Iron Man. I was like, "Oh, he's so oh. charismatic." Yeah, and that's why
2: he's my favorite. Like being
0: Iron there. Man, you wouldn't, you wouldn't uh, break down the dynamics of what you do. Like you wouldn't break down why this approach worked, blah blah blah, because mm-hmm. it's natural. Like you take it for granted. But when you're someone who learned it, or someone has who had the learning curve involved, you will break it down. You will do split testing. You'll be like,
2: <laughs> "How do we yeah.
0: optimize and make this better?" And you just Get geeky about it. I
2: think I think in in PU world, it's the natural.
0: Yeah, the natural versus someone who's um, learning.
2: Learning. And the guys who are
0: like good looking, they don't need it. Yeah,
2: and celebrities and athletes, they don't need it. it. And and they don't need it.
0: But it just (laughs) it adds more dimension and depth if you have like looks, whatever. Like you have it instead of one
2: area. Yeah, I have this notion of. He, um, a, a handsome guy only has 10 minutes advantage over an average looking you know. guy. Mm-hmm. Because the moment yeah, they speak, yeah. it will all tell the difference. Especially yeah, for women. Gr-
0: yeah, like, unless the girl is like, just like ties up the guy, like, he doesn't speak at all.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: and even that is like, it gets boring really fast, so. That's true. Guys really play the long game and um, work on knowing a girl better than she knows herself. And that's the sexiest thing you can do. It's like, oh, mm. God. He understands me. <laughs> like in the movie. Like, the right. romantic comedy.
2: Right.
0: Oh, God. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: he that and then, the
2: weirdness. He makes yeah, me better. And then the,
0: that element of mystery of like keeping women on their toes. like Women want to feel all uh-huh. of these emotions. And... If a guy can give them those emotions, okay, go. So he doesn't need to understand them. He just needs to make them feel stuff,
2: and mm.
0: they'll be attracted to that.
2: One of the one of the most essential learning that I got from PU was from mm. mystery, the cat string mm. theory.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's like oh, that's that's really gold, cool. um, and that I think that applies to what you're saying as well. Like and even with you
0: know. clients, with audience members, yep. it's, it's very true. Like human nature.
2: Yep, that's true. really. Um, and so and I them. use that, like you know, in my normal life and just engaging with with people and stuff. Um, like back in my old company when I was in the Philippines, um, it's really hard to get known in the company because we are. Mm. It's really a big company. It's a worldwide company, having like what. 15,000 employees, but then I...
0: <laughs> and you're just one guy.
2: And I'm just one guy, but I ended up, like, you know, um, getting known by high managers and executives just mm. by... just by being um, active enough during um, work stuff, like, you know, asking questions and those little hmm. stuff.
0: Just Was there any magic involved? <laughs>
2: Well, I do perform, I do uh, expose myself that I'm a magician and I did have the chance to perform.
0: Likeability.
2: Yeah, and that's really a big thing actually to, to, you know, to have that likeability and to be uh, known by many people and to be friends with many people as well and to, Mm. yeah, actually before I before I went here in, in New Zealand um, I was invited by my previous company to go to our office in Singapore just to perform mm. for Wow for the, yeah for the year-end party nice and, yeah and because that because uh, we are using the company's funds for that we have to make it like you know business related so we mm-hmm. it's um how with that um, I had a talk with a manager and we did some something like you have to come up with a meeting or something with a certain team in, in Singapore. So I did think of something just to, to get through nice. that. But yeah, the main goal is to perform. That's really nice. That's really a nice experience. Yeah, and short,
0: short-circuiting likability like that. So you're the first person that comes to mind. Like, imagine that. And even when they introduce you, there's that element of pre-framed. Likeability that even the person that they're introducing to you, like when you went to Singapore, it's like they probably introduced you as like this really cool guy from our company.
2: Yeah, yeah. And
0: it's it's, it's a nice feeling. It's a nice uh, preframe that you don't have to work for. Like, constantly working on your likeability uh, plants seeds so that other people, when they introduce mm. you, they're like, he's this bubbly, amazing, energizer <laughs> human being.
2: Yeah, and I think uh, the key point of uh, wealth. I'm not it feels like that i'm sharing but i think one of the key points of being liked or being a likable person is to not uh think of being liked
0: mm, actually yeah true Not the case yeah.
2: so it's like yeah when you want to be attractive well there's a thing when you you know you have to establish affirmations and loving yourself and all those stuff. But mm-hmm. when you're out there with people, you don't really broadcast directly that I am attractive. You just show it, right?
0: Yeah, and even that scarcity mindset of "give me your like, like I want to win." Yeah. No, it's like regardless, this is me, and that's such an attractive trait.
2: I am a prize i a prize. Yes. I, I don't care what you think of me, but it will be uh, your advantage if you have me as a friend or someone. I
1: don't know. Mm. Mm. Maybe
2: because in the
0: beginning, especially with pickup artists, it's like they're forcing it. They're like, I don't care what you think of me, but secretly I do. Do you like yeah. me?
1: Do you like me? Do <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> like me? Like yeah. Me,
0: like me. Yeah. Like. Genuinely like being able to walk away from any interaction and
1: mm.
0: just putting yourself first. So valuing yourself above all and everything else can come from that.
2: Yeah, sure. Mm. Just like loving yourself more.
0: Yeah, nice. So I did not realize the time.
1: Oh, are but we
0: over time? <laughs> yeah, like wrapping up. Um, I asked guests three questions. Mm. so. Okay. Question number one is, in a perfect world, in a perfect reality, what would that look like? Where would you be waking up? Who would you oh. in, be impacting?
1: Hmm,
2: in a perfect world. Well, I think I have I have to wake up early, really early.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Even this time came up. Uh, and then something... Uh, be doing exercise, maybe that's a little bit of run, and mm. after that, I don't eat breakfast because I do intermittent fasting. So, um, just having interactions with people I meet during the run during the course, mm.
0: and
2: yeah, that's nice. It would be
0: like by the beach? Would it be in the mountains? Uh, would it I'd be like in the city?
2: By the beach would be nice. Yeah. But there is a and road. then, like,
0: magic is still part of your world,
2: like, it yeah, it will be part well. of my world later on. So, in the mm. morning, it's just plain me, myself, and you know, my fitness uh, stuff. Mm. Um, and then interacting with people, with my with family, with loved ones, and then after mm. that, after like, and then just going to a place wherein I can interact and bond with people and then share what I know and um, being able to learn something not mm. essentially new not essentially new because I think uh, even with the old even with the old ideas or old um, concepts or ah, but that's a magician like that.
0: thing like reinventing things that's not the trait everyone has
2: yeah yeah I don't have I to reinvent to it I just it. you know have to have an idea of something like mm. oh there's this thing I can do like that nice and, nice yeah like that and being able to brighten up a day of people not mm. just not just really by magic by doing magic but you know by any conversation. means
0: conversation yeah
2: just good conversation and stuff i think magic is just an icing on top mm. nice nice
0: and that's
2: nice that's a nice flavor actually too if i want to you know people to remember me and really make leaving the world to, a better place to have me, to have friends yeah and yeah i forgot i almost forgot um performing for um the underprivileged
0: mm, the charities you mentioned the
2: charity stuff um that's a really nice to uh thing to end the day
1: mm.
0: Is there any specific charity, like health, um, orphanages, that's close to your heart?
2: Um, not really, but... Just anything that helps? The, the, the most memorable one was the one mm. I did just before I left. I, because I was involved in a, in a mission um, composed of the Philippine Army, the, US, the Philippine Air Force, and the Marines. Uh, mm-hmm. And some volunteer doctors, nurses, and all other people who have high status in life, but they're really, you know, into giving love to to the underprivileged. And I was um, privileged enough to join them. And we rode the the military plane that we have. It's
0: this, mm, nice. It's
2: like you're in a mission. It's really cool. And we went to uh, a really remote island in in Sargal. And that yeah. was a really, really, really nice experience. Um, we had a bit of, um, you know, touring around and having fun. and I've been able to bond with with really great people, and that's nice. But the best thing is when we set our foot into that island. Because the people there, um, it's their first time to, to see magic perform live. So that's really a big yeah. thing nice yeah it's the feeling is really 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 good
0: yeah that's crazy and that's a crazy experience so hopefully more of that and yeah. working with more magicians to bring about that astonishment factor to people like that or people in areas who who've never experienced that so
2: mm, yeah yeah that's true and yeah i i th- I will. I would thank my my friend who's also a member of the Philippine Air Force for that, and mm. he's also a magician.
0: Mm. Would you like to say his name? The ah. anonymous.
2: Uh yeah, I think he wants to be anonymous, but I'll call him Magic Tom. Magic Tom. Magic
0: Tom. Thank you.
2: Thank you for that opportunity. But and yeah hopefully sadly, more in the future. Yeah, ho- hopefully more in the future. Sadly, I was exposed to that kind of experience just before uh, mm. leaving, so uh, yeah, maybe next time.
0: Yeah, and more like and mm. a more like more magicians involved. That would be fun. Like the bigger yeah, and the more really collaborative. Mm. Nice, nice. Really
1: nice.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, question number two is: What's a deep, dark desire that keeps you up at night? Oh, <laughs> Deep it could be anything. It's meant to be abstract.
2: hmm Deep, dark desire.
0: That keeps you up at night. Keeps me up at night. Deep,
2: dark, desire. Hmm. Well, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you yeah, asking, you asking it to Chris, but... Uh, I thought I'd have an answer for this.
1: Hmm.
2: Deep darkness.
0: Hmm. Or anything that keeps you up. Like, if it's helpful, we had someone say, um, killing people. Uh, okay. That is dark. Like, it can either
2: yeah. it
0: can be just something. <laughs> yeah, something actually dark. dark, or your interpretation of dark. is was like, maybe something inspiring. Like, um, just dark in a sense that unrealized so it's, oh, it's
2: okay I, I have something, I have something. Um, like you know what Thanos did like, when he had mm. all the stones he snapped wait you half want to of the universe 50%? yeah I, I'd like mm. to eradicate all the bad people well bad mm. me meaning those who commit crimes mm. like serious crimes Mm. Just want to make this world a better place. So, yeah, just snapping thing and just banishing all the really bad people out. Mm.
1: Yeah,
0: I actually didn't disagree with Thanos for moving 50% of the universe.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's really I, 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 a nice one, but I don't like to banish. God it was to very to random. Randomly, yeah. yeah, it was very random. If I can choose, well, mm. not really choose specifically, but you know, yeah, the bad people. That would be mm. nice.
0: Mm. Yeah, I wanted just Star Lord to die. <laughs> I, <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't accept it. I was like, really? Iron Man? was the sacrifice? Yeah. I rather want that's the world really to be sad. just 50%. But
2: that's really unaffected. It
0: could have been Captain America or someone else. Like the idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Responsible. <laughs> oh, God. The, uh, I just, I,
2: I'd, I'd say that uh, they did a great job because. They know that Iron Man would affect like almost everyone.
1: Mm, he and did, he yeah, did.
2: It really the one movie I cannot re watch. Mm, yeah, it's. Oh, yeah, I can feel it right now. It's very sad.
0: The feels, yeah. And then just okay. like Doctor Strange seeing that one possibility and raising his like finger. Yeah, and, oh I'm my having, God. And, I'm so having these bumps
2: <laughs> right now. Yeah just imagining the scene again yeah
0: I was like replaying it like anyone else it could have been the Hulk it could have been someone else
2: could have been someone else yeah
0: yes I was like F you just (laughs) Star-Lord Star-Lord yeah all for Gamora who is already dead regardless (laughs) okay Mm. yeah temper tantrums will get you nowhere
2: <laughs>
1: the
0: importance of knowing yourself, especially know yourself. amidst the battle. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy.
2: And controlling your emotions. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, otherwise your enemy can play you.
2: Like that. Yep. Uh, yep. You're oh, vulnerable. like that. I'm so
0: intelligent. He's like, <laughs> I might look like I'm losing, but ha! Just one thing, one word Gamora.
1: <laughs> Gamora.
0: Um, yeah, the entire universe mm. Suffered <laughs> But yeah, so last question is What's a guilty pleasure?
2: Mm. Guilty pleasure mm. I think um, Since I am playful by nature mm.
1: it's
2: being able to uh, it's being able to having the opposite sex become interested in me mm. i
0: Just think a lot of questions yeah a lot of like people have that fascination and just that curiosity yeah. hook so. I think,
2: yeah yeah but yeah that's true that, mm. that just came up, came top of my mind um, mm. yeah you know when, just purely
0: from like questions mm-hmm. hmm. yeah nice. okay so just to wrap up is there any quote or final insight you'd want to share leave the audience with Um, or a question that you'd want to ask and for them to play with
2: alright maybe I think I'll, I'll make something up what's not you that you really want to be but you don't have to be
0: Hmm. What's the answer to that?
2: I don't know. It's for them. Ah,
0: that is the question. That like it has question. no Ah, nice. Yeah, it is thought provoking. So thank you for jumping on the show, Frey. It was really fun to have you.
2: Yeah, thank you, Amira, for, for inviting me here. It's really a privilege because yeah, it's my first time to being in a podcast and I really enjoyed my nice. time. Nice.
0: And yeah, super geeky. We didn't get much into the geekiness of it, but love having Yeah, you.
2: I think we, yeah, we we needed more time for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I think hit the pause record button. Yeah. Okay. Button. <laughs> nice. And-